Awesome. Very cool. Guys, thank you so much for uh, hopping on the show today. I will not take up too much of your time. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So uh, let's uh, let's just get into it then. Um, first of all, congratulations on uh, Twisting Tiger. Uh, well shot, well acted. Uh, the action is super on point. So congratulations. Uh, I know it's uh, it's been in the works for you guys for a while. So uh, you must be happy that it's, it's finally out there. Yeah, for sure. Yes. I'm yeah. trying to remember what we did on that project. It was like a whole blur. That's like a lifetime ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, seeing everyone like virtually right now just gave me deja vu, deja vu, deja vu of our of our like table reads when we were yeah. first prepping. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So let me do this and let me get some introductions from everybody. Um, Joseph, uh, I know, uh, has been on the show before, so it's great to see you again. Uh, let me start with, with the cast here. Uh, Tarl Kota Bullock, the lead in the film Twisting Tiger. Uh, you've done some uh, acting and stunt work as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and uh, some of the projects that you worked on. Well, as you guys said, um, my name is Terrell. I've been doing martial arts, Shaolin Kung Fu, and Wushu specific since I was three years old under my father, uh, Master Tyrone Bullock. I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia. I moved to Las Vegas in 2019 for Cirque du Soleil, and I just moved to L.A. Awesome. So 2018 is when I met Joseph and became a part of uh, Team Red Pro. Cool, cool. And uh, Terrell, uh, I uh, know uh, somebody that knows you very well, I think, um, Bobby Samuels. Yeah. Bobby, what's up, Bobby? <laughs> nice. Are you guys related or how do you guys know each other? Uh, blood could make us closer, but yeah, we, um, he reached out to me a while ago. I, I met him at a, a competition in DC called, uh, us capital classics and he judged in one of my divisions. So that's nice. I saw him. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Uh, Brandon H Lee, uh, Brandon Holm Lee, uh, also, uh, actor, uh, stuntman. You had some projects that uh, you were just in. I know you were with, uh, Joseph uh, on Shang-Chi. So, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. Hey, so, um, I've never heard someone say my middle name like that. That's cool. Um, but yeah, my name is Brandon Lee. Um, I'm based in LA and I moved here from Minnesota. I was born in Minnesota about three and a half years ago, like end of 2018. Um, so yeah, I've been out here pursuing the business since then. And I uh, met Joseph, I think, um, towards the end of 2020. Um, so we actually didn't personally worked together on Shang-Chi. We were both on the project at different times, but mm. um, we're told about each other. And then we connected when he moved out here at the 20, end of 2020. So, cool. yeah. Cool, cool. And Smitty Chai, uh, also in, in the film, an actor, and uh, from what I understand, a poet as well. Uh, it, can you uh, tell me a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that's just something I've been doing since I was, uh, since like, like middle school, since I was a kid. Um, yeah, I've always been into the arts. Uh, for me, I was born and raised uh, in Springfield, Virginia. Uh, 
did a bit of martial arts, but I was mostly uh, deeper into breakdancing and um, got into acting like late, way later on in life. Um, I like did like six years in the military, went to college and uh, I found I found acting in college. And um, yeah, ever since I got on the acting journey, I, you know, connected with Joseph. We're, we're both from Virginia. So, um, yeah, he uh, cast me in a few of his uh, earlier projects here back back in Virginia. And uh, it was a great, wonderful experience. So, yeah, you know, when Twisting Tiger came about, I was honored that, uh, you know, he chose me to be a part of the film. Not a stunt guy. So I learned a great deal from all these guys and uh, was truly honored. That's cool. And uh, last but not least, of course, Joseph, uh, Joseph Lay, uh, we've talked before. It's great to have you back. Um, you must be excited that uh, Twisting Tiger's out there and uh, uh, getting some great response. Tell, uh, catch us up on a little bit about you and what, you're, what you've worked on and what you're currently working on. Yeah, so obviously director of Twisting Tiger, creator of the indie action filmmaking group Team Red Pro. And uh, I'm uh, aspiring directing uh, more narrative like storytelling and kind of like bridging my past experience from total action filmmaking to, you know, other dramatic stories. And then hence why we created Twisting Tiger action designer by <laughs> trade though. So yeah, still available for work. Nice. Yeah. I'm sure you're getting plenty of calls after the work that you, you've uh, put out there. So I don't think you have to worry about that, but um, talk to me a little bit about uh, how uh, Twisting Tiger came to be and how, how you all got involved with it. Um, I'll, I'll start with the director. Uh, so was this your brainchild? Yes, but I would say we all contributed, especially the cast to the genesis of the story, but it kind of long story short, this idea kind of planted in my head when I first met Terrell at the Shaolin Temple. And uh, and then we realized like we both live in Virginia and that uh, he told me about um, his background, like growing up and learning Kung Fu. And I remember like the last day uh, we were leaving China, we were eating at like this, the hotel lobby or something. We were like, yeah, let's make some films together. And then like, I, I told him, I think, man, I want to make a movie about your life one day. Um, but then fast forward, I don't think, uh, I was ready to take on like that big of a story until the pandemic hit and basically, you know, the whole world was shook and we were all shook, like also mentally too. So I got a bit of cabin fever. And after that, I started going into learning more about Shaolin Kung Fu again and trying to. I, you know, I shaved my head and I looked inward and then I was trying to like discover like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing filmmaking? And then I just moved to LA and just trying to decide like, what should my big impression be in LA? You know, so thought about revisiting the story with Terrell and originally Twisting Tiger was a rush hour four pilot. Um, proof of concept and then we were thinking like me and my writing partner Nick like this is a fun action comedy uh, let's make something original um, and then we decided to have like Terrell's character um, in like an action short doing like Wing Chun and then he accidentally um, k 
kills like his praying mantis pet and it kind of like <laughs> fuels him into like this rage and starts beating everyone up and we finished like a couple of scripts and then we thought it was like a full a, a fun like cool short project and then i actually showed the script to dominic smith who plays one of the the characters in twisting tiger and then he he like was very like personal and like direct to me he was like what are you trying to say with this short? What are you trying to say with your films? I was like, oh shit. So <laughs> I was like, I went back to the drawing board, had to dig deep on what's going on with ourselves personally. Um, I interviewed Terrell again about his past, I interviewed Dom, and then later, you know, a bunch of like other stuff was going on with like Asian hate and black lives and it just all came together into like the story of uh twisting tiger so terrell you've been uh involved with this since uh the uh initial concept yes. where did uh where did uh where did your contributions start to come into uh bringing this to life um yeah i guess once once uh joseph started interviewing interviewing me saying that he wanted to make this about my life so i just wanted to give him as much background and detail of my upbringing uh, and also my friend's upbringing that was around me um, just to kind of keep that full authentic raw story you know uh, yeah and then dab a little bit into the choreography so, yeah. <laughs> nice nice uh, Brandon how about you how did you get involved with the film so I kind of touched briefly like uh, how I got connected with Joseph but it was kind of like um, during like the early stages of quarantine I like did a deep dive on like all of team red stuff. So I saw like Afro Samurai and then he just put out uh, the musical Mulan at the time. And so I was a big fan of like uh, Joseph and Terrell um, from watching Afro Samurai and stuff like that. So I was like, dang, I really want to work with these guys. And then we did, we made like a short called dude, not my car. Yeah. As soon as Joseph moved, we literally just met up. He was like, we were just hanging out in my garage and he's like, <laughs> I like your car let's like do a fight with it and so then we shot that um and then we were kind of just like uh yeah he coincidentally moved like five minutes away from me so we were hanging out here and there and collaborating and then he told me briefly he was like hinting at twisting tiger here and there but wasn't telling me much too specifically and then i think one day when Terrell came to visit <laughs> la um he's like yo uh do you want to, uh, I think it was kind of like a camera test slash audition for it. And so I met Terrell for the first time and we did like, can I say spoilers? Kind of? No? <laughs> yeah, probably not. We did a yeah. scene from the movie and, uh, and we had to like <laughs> yell at each other, like real close. And like, but there was immediate chemistry, like right away between all of us, I think. Um, and then like a few weeks later, Joseph texted me and he wanted to bring me on. And then we just started doing like table reads from there on and then slowly got to filming. So, yeah. Awesome. Smitty, how about you? How did you get involved? Yeah. I mean, as I told you earlier, um, we already had that connection uh, from earlier past po projects with Team Red. And uh, at the time, yeah, Joseph, uh, he hit me up. It was funny because I was having uh, these, this like really bad and tense stomach issue. And um, yeah, I remember, uh, you know, we we like auditioned and all this stuff and um and he he hits me up uh I guess the the day that he he decided he was like hey man I really want you to play Snakehead and man the 
stomach pains I was going through was just so bad at that time. I was like, I don't think I could do this, you know. <laughs> and I, initially, I told him, I was like, I'm, I'm going to have to pass on it. And I, I really want to, but it's it's like really bad. And he was, you know, he was like, oh, all right, man. He's like, um, well, if you feel better, you know, you can, you know, we'll, well, let's just, you know, he was like, let's just do the, let's just do the table read and let's just go on and see, see how you feel like along the way. And I was like, all right. And slowly, yeah, my, my stomach started feeling better. And, um, you know, like the rest was history. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, man. Joseph, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. You it was a miracle, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. To, um, I can't imagine this film without you, man. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. I, I mean, I hope you're okay. Was, was it any big issue? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I changed my diet around and um, I'm, I'm good now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Terrell, uh, let's get back then to uh, the source for, for the storyline, uh, being that uh, you pulled uh, from, from some of your, your background. So what, what was the real-life inspiration uh, behind the, the story? Uh, so briefly, um, my father's kung fu school back in Richmond, Virginia, uh, it was very heavy in the community and uh, in the neighborhood. So we wanted to influence a lot of, uh, especially like black kids and, uh, kids of us off the streets and stuff. We wanted to give them a better path in life. So, um, because it's, you know, it's, it's what you're surrounded by and you start to fall victim of that, but we didn't want that to happen. And I also had close friends like that as well. And <clears throat> just trying to be positive and, and keeping that, that high role model image. But I wanted to carry that from my father. So I was trying to emulate that in the film. And also just just seeing how the big impacts of even myself or just all of my close ones and the students that came into our school, how to portray that through film. And then also show like the hardships from struggling, whether it's a uh, meeting ends meet or just just the gang life and just just troubles all around. Yeah. So, yeah. Joseph, uh, how much did you pull from uh, from Charles backstory uh, into the film? Essentially, we use that as like the heart of the story. Um, we didn't want to do like verbatim, um, like characters based on real life, but, but just like through real events and circumstances. And, uh, I actually found out like, I also like pulled a lot of, um, inspiration from, um, you know, Dominique's story and, um, and just like, also like, in Virginia, uh, sometimes I would go to uh, this uh, Catholic church school, like every Sunday in Arlington, Virginia. And so I would be literally like really next to like some of the um, uh, people involved with uh, gang related activity. I wouldn't be like directly involved, but I would like hear a lot of different stories. And so, but that that was also like based on like the Asian uh, community and that the fact that most of their parents were from or like immigrants from uh, war-torn countries uh, so yeah and also like I interviewed Smitty to get some of his experience and do some research so that we can bring some uh, realism in life to the snakehead character yeah so Smitty let me uh, go to you then uh, with that because uh, there, there are um, strong themes of community uh, uh, in the film. Um, you represent one of those communities. Uh, Terrell represents another of those communities. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, I don't think it's a, a giveaway to say that you're the heavy uh, in the film. But um, 
what did you bring to that character and to the storyline to make it, uh, to make it more real for everybody? Yeah. I mean, for Snakehead, this was, um, you know, I guess a little backstory, uh, and, um, here in Springfield, Virginia, it's, it used to be like, you know, the hood it's, it's suburban here, but it's like, it's like a, it's like a different kind of hood. You know, it's not like, it's not like we're like gang members are like, like out in LA, like, you know, um, like, on the block and stuff, you know, repping their sets, but it's uh, the gang activity is a little different here in, in the nineties. Um, that's, that's when I grew up around and, um, you know, like my parents, they came here as a uh, war torn refugees from Laos. And, um, so like the character I brought to snake kid were like pretty much people. I, I grew up around my whole life. Um, you know, I, I had cousins, I had close people. I mean, I was like involved with some, some gang stuff when I was younger too. So, you know, just like, I felt like Snakehead was someone, you know, I felt like it was, it was like someone who I, I, I had always, um, it was, it was like a role model to me. Like me growing up, a lot of my role models were, were, um, you know, like, cause the school, the high school I went to was like majority Asians, but it was like a lot, a lot of, uh, gangsters. And so the, the character I brought to Snakehead was like pretty much like, it was like a lot of these like Asian gangsters who, who I grew up like looking up to, you know, I mean, when you're growing up, you know, you're trying to find like people who look like you and, and just like bring, bring the sense of pride, I guess. So, you know, that, that's what really, what I, what I was bringing to snake kid, just, um, you know, some, someone from that environment. Yeah. Now, Brandon, it, it sounds like, uh, you might've been, uh, uh, personifying Smitty uh, as a as a kid, then uh, with your role in the film. So, is that accurate? I, I mean, what 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 else did you bring to the role to uh, to bring uh, to bring that guy to life on screen? So for me, I didn't have much real life experiences at all that I brought to the film compared to the other cast members. Like I was the exact opposite. I grew up in the suburbs of in the Midwest, you know. So. Minnesota. Um, in Minnesota, in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> but um, a lot of what I brought to the character was, I think at the time of filming it too, and I'm still, I'm really new to the industry, but especially at the time, I always had this edge on my shoulder to prove myself, to make a name for myself. And I think it showed in the character and just the naiveness and just like the, uh, it, and it all comes from a place of insecurity of just trying to prove himself. Um, and also, for me, because uh, I knew it was a touchy subject at the time, especially it was shortly after like a lot of what was happening with like uh, George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement and the Asian hate crimes. Um, and I've never grown or experienced that, especially Asian gangs. And I know um, Asian American gangs isn't really shown much in film yeah a lot of asian gangs have been but asian american gangs haven't been shown very much so i knew i had a lot of pressure on myself especially it was like my debut to acting too um so i made sure i try to educate myself as much as possible i talked to smitty a lot over the phone and terrell as well um just talking to them about their experiences joseph gave me some films to study like uh dante bosco and faking the funk um, Tupac's performance and Juice, Boys in the Hood, stuff like that. Um, I remember Smitty told me that rapping helps. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was trying to 
trying to rap with my roommate, um, Devante Thomas. So shout out to him. But like, just for fun, um, just to like kind of pick up the the attitude and the culture and the dialect. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Joseph, it, it sounds like uh, such a when you when you put it on paper like that, it sounds like such a deep. Um, kind of profound uh, subject matter to, to deal with uh, and then uh, to try to balance that out with, with the martial arts and the comedy. Um, it sounds like it was a tall order. How, how was that trying to, to marry all of those ideas together? Oh man, it was crazy. I, I felt like um, I was working on Toast and Tiger as a full-time job, like at <laughs> least, at least like 50 hours per week or something like that. Um switching hats all the time, but we had a great team and, you know, uh, talking about balancing everything with the action. Um, first and foremost, we had to research a lot of Shaolin Kung Fu forms. And this time we wanted to be very specific about the character and especially how the character moves. Um, so obviously, you know, we had to pull out uh, Seven Star Fist and um, Da Hong Chuan, which means a big flood fist and uh, uh, Terrell knows. So we, we first did a lot of like soft previs exploration with the fight coordinator Armand and uh, another friend of ours, Lou. So we're all kind of like coming up with the basic choreography for the group fight. And then I realized like, damn, like we really got to, you know, seek help from the, the real experts. So we drove up to K-Star in Las Vegas um, to meet up with Philip Zahagen, who actually was the reason why Tyrone and I met up for the first time in China. And then he kindly gave us like a Rolodex of authentic like Shaolin moves and combinations, choreography. So we took that, um, it strengthened our foundation for the choreography and went back to LA to Previs with Aaron Tony for one session who had a great idea of combining like the sophistication and sharpness of Wonky Ying and also adding a little bit of swag to the character. And so just through like previous sessions at the park, because, you know, at the time COVID was more heavy and just uh, session by session, we just um, made some previouses for uh, T and Snakehead's fight and then solidifying the group fight again with Marshall Club, uh, adding extra polish to it. And yeah, that's how the action came to be. That's cool. Uh, Terrell, uh, expand on that a little bit, because uh, you were the only one who said that uh, that uh, you uh, studied Kung Fu extensively. So what was the process like to bring all that to everybody that had to get involved in some of the fighting in that film. It was a beautiful process, but for me, it was a little stressful because I just want to stay true to the art while applying it the, the perfect way. Mm -hmm. So that's why we, we did reach out to these guys and get their expertise on it because I didn't want to uh, not deliver correctly. So um, yeah, it's uh it was just amazing. Like I said, then these guys are just very humble and, just, just so good at their at their craft. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody was a part of this, as, as Joseph mentioned, and just picking different brains and seeing how we can make something amazing all together. Growing up in Kung Fu, I didn't really do too many fight scenes or anything like that before I met Joseph. So it, that was still a learning, big learning process for me. 
to actually yeah. apply my martial arts into to screen fighting. So yeah, it was a lot of weight, the weight on the shoulders on that one. And to deliver it correctly, especially being the 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 lead fighter for that, it was a lot of pressure, but amazing experience. That's always something that uh, uh, choreographers and, and and fans of of martial arts and action films um, are are uh, scrutinized, I guess, to to a point. You know, do you stay true to the martial art, or do you uh, just pull enough? Uh, so that it looks amazing on screen. So how did that go for you? You know, was it, was it like, I can't make the, the Kung Fu look 100% authentic because it's got to look super fantastic on screen. So it, where were the trade-offs for you? I think being that it was a group fight, I uh, was able to complete a lot of the, the Kung Fu shapes and then direction changes. So um, that's kind of what led to more of the, the flashier movements and um, given the, the the opponent a bigger chance to sell a reaction or a wreck. So whether it's just having a simple punch and they're doing the three Hong Kong twist or something like that, and it just doesn't make sense. So um, yeah, the the group fight felt more of the, the the Shaolin and the Wushu forms, how it changes directions. It goes to different corners and fight multiple people and then the different level changes. So that was that was really fun to experiment with, and that's why I think it was easier to experiment with keeping authentic and still flashy for camera. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah, 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 and also kind of like a tribute to other like um, exactly. kung fu yeah. action films, like Ip Man and all that. It's a strong balance, but also like we had to balance that with a previous fight with um, him and Smitty which I also wanted the complete opposite, which was like more raw brawling style. And because it's more of a psychological fight, um, calling back to the flashbacks and kind of like Smitty's character trying to uh, bring out that rage from um, old T, you know, from the past. And then just like having him having that full awareness and realization, he's allowed to, you know, fight with uh his kung fu style but balance you know not necessarily like um killing anyone with it but like stopping them just enough to yeah. stop fighting yeah. smitty um you, you mentioned that you're you you do not have a stunt background um do you are, are you a martial artist do you have a martial arts background yeah i mean I, my father's from uh thailand so it's like every thai father they always want their kids to learn muay thai sure yeah so that like was uh 15 yeah i did did it for about three years but it just it just got so expensive it was like one of the uh, muay thai schools around northern virginia and you know we, we just didn't have the funds to keep it going yeah so the, uh when you when you uh started to uh engage in, with the kung fu in this particular uh project um that had to be there had to be a little bit of a learning curve but um Having uh, had some exposure to some of the the gang life, um, I know I know full well what street fighting is like. You know, it, it, there's no there's no flash, there's no style, there's no form. You know, it, it's it's get in, uh, drop somebody, and get out. All right. So, what what was it like for you to uh, to uh, get that kung fu exposure and uh, and try to put that um, or try to mix that in with with the, what was going on in the story? Right. I mean, um, the main stop. We had Robin yeah. uh, yes. help train you, right? Robin, Robin uh, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, another team red member, and um, yeah, it was it was like a 
just a big intensive uh, for me, you know, definitely brought me to school. Um, <laughs> and, and I was just in awe, even like when I wasn't uh, doing the fight stuff, just like watching, you know, all this stunt people and martial artists, folks like Terrell Brandon doing this stuff. Like I was just amazed and awe. I'm just like, man, this is the level that, you know, I'm working with right now. Like I, I this is like my first, um, pretty much my first time. And um, yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a long process for me. I, um, and I, I thank you all for like your patience too. Like even me doing my scene with uh, Terrell, I remember I was, I was just, I was just struggling on, on, uh, on like my first fight scene because I just, I guess I didn't know the, the proper distance, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't have that control yet into my body of like, how to sell a punch, but, but not like actually hit them. And, and Armand, I remember he was just, you know, and even you too, Brandon, just like giving me these tips, like, you know, you really got to accentuate on the camera and they're just like, just hit him harder. You know, like he can take, and like I said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was I just don't really want to hit someone. You know, I want to do it with that control that 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 professionals do. So, um, yeah. Brandon, you have a lot more experience on, on the stunt side and, and, and uh, screen fighting side of things. Um, so, uh, tell me about that then. What? Uh, how? Uh, I mean, you knew what had to to go into uh, choreographing the scene and uh, and and selling everything. So, what what was uh, what was your part in making sure that all of this action came together? Um, well, for me, I. I had like one small fight scene, but my character is a student of T's, so he doesn't really know any kung fu or anything. Yeah. Neither he doesn't do know I the real in shit. Real yeah. Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like uh, it was a lot more like like what you were saying, like dirty and just like get in, get out type of stuff. But um, for me, what was helpful was because I had screen fighting experience, I knew how to make it look more dangerous in a safer way so i was really comfortable with the stunt guys um but at the same time it was like it was very different choreography from what i'm used to it's really dirty and like the timing is just kind of all over the place um and i i I, during the previous phases i was like uh i would because um we were in la i think i was the only cast out of us three that was actually based in la so i was like Helping the previses and gooning for that, yeah. <laughs> playing the thugs in that way. Yeah, yeah, you were playing the thug characters in the previs and jumping <laughs> all over the place. But it was really, really different for um, uh, Brandon's fight. Mm-hmm. There was a fight in front of like uh, in in front of the house and the neighborhood, and we had to do a lot of like trash talking in between the fight beats. And I thought that was really new and exciting because uh, usually. I guess like for most action films now, you see like dialogue happening and then cut to action sequence. And then all of a sudden you can feel that the director just um, put in like a previous fight in there with like stunt performers who don't know how to act. So it's really cool to see Brandon Lee like combine the two. And uh, hmm. it is really exciting, even though it's like simple-ish like choreography like the combination of everything, the context of the scene was really difficult. Um, and you pulled it off like beautifully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how critical are you guys uh, when you, when you see yourselves on screen, uh, how, how do you sit there and, and break down uh, where you, you're, where you missed a, a punch or you didn't sell it as well as you, you could have? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> All the time. I was about I was oh about God. to post some behind the scenes photos yesterday of me looking at the camera like ooh, and then like <laughs> on the corner of the photo was Terrell going like uh, so yeah. <laughs> kind of disgusted at the playback, but um, yeah, looking back, we're always very very harsh and critical. Even when I was like showing the early yeah. cuts of Twisting Tiger to friends for feedback, I would always feel like it was a, a little crawling under the skin type of feeling. But yeah, once the product was finished, like the final cut and everything, and we showed it to other people and their reactions coming up to us were like, oh man, like I wanted to cry. Like this was, I was so beautiful. Like I grew up with people like that. It really took me out of um, the editing chair and back into just a regular audience member. And yeah, I, I don't now looking back at the film, like I used to watch it and be like, Oh, we ran out of time here. Oh, I remember <laughs> when we forgot this object or with this. Now I watch it and it's just all positive memories. And while wow, we did it, you know, um, was there a lot of evolution uh, in the film from the initial concepts? I, I cause I, I, uh, I think uh, it wasn't even called Twisting Tiger when you started, right? Yeah, it was actually called uh, From the Slums of Shaolin. <laughs> wasn't it like yeah. Fresh Prince of Shaolin? In Fresh Prince of Shaolin? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, well, basically because early back then when pe I was meeting people with masks and everything, they were always like, Joseph, what are you up to? What are you up to? I'm like... Fresh Prince of Shaolin. And they're like, oh, <laughs> stop. I can't wait. I think that that was just always like exciting other people. So it just stuck. But then like when I was showing the creative pitch deck to other people and explaining them the story, they felt like the title was too comedic. Um, so we had, I had like a group chat with like all the producers, the cast and like, let's vote on this. And then everyone voted for Twisting Tiger. Like, that was the majority uh, vote. So. Was there any uh, any origin to the name? Uh, we just love Rush Hour 2 and <laughs> the Don Cheeto moment. Like, what's your love for? <laughs> Twisting Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and just like every time we, we say the title, like internally within the team, we would always like say it with like that accent, like just right. the Daika. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, let me ask you guys, uh, Smitty, uh, was there anyone that you wanted to uh, show the film to and, and really get their approval? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely people within my community, um, you know, a lot of uh, like just even, you know, like I'm, I'm still very much in contact with like, a lot of, like, you know, past gangbangers and stuff I grew up with. And mm -hmm. those are some of my, like, closest homies. And, yeah, you know, when they watched it, they were just floored. <laughs> Man, amazing. Um, you know, all of my all of my friends from, from the black community were loving it, man, especially just seeing, like, because, you know, I feel like the only time they've ever seen something like this was, uh, what was that movie? Was it The Last Dragon? The Last Dragon, yeah. Yeah, with, like, you know, just seeing this... It's, it's just so cool how, like, it was just like a, you know, ex an exchange of culture. Yeah. 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 And, you know, so it's, it's, it was, it was dope. Terrell, what about you? Uh, definitely friends, um, friends that's in the, uh, the industry as well. Cause I know they have, uh, have more, a lot more experience than me. 
especially when it comes to acting. So I really wanted to get their feedback on it. Um, a lot of my family, mostly like my parents and my, uh, my siblings, because their opinions are like, I hold it very high sure. and, uh, as they're always been there supporting me and seeing my growth. And I know they'll, they'll keep it real with me. Like eh, it's kind of shit, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, they, uh, they cried on it. And with Joseph recreating the, the training scene, it's exactly how my dad's backyard looked. So cool. they, they got very emotional to that. So. Yeah, that was a big, big time for me to kind of see those and those feedbacks. Nice, yeah. nice. Brandon, how about you? Did anybody tell you that that was shit? <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone said it was so- – I understand. No. <laughs> um, the feedback was overwhelmingly positive. Um, I mean, kind of going back to your other question of, like, do we do we always think we can do better? Like, that's the beautiful thing about film is it lasts forever. But as artists, we always look back at our work. And like, that was my first, like, actual, like, debut, like, acting. So I, when we, like, screened it, I was cringing, like, the whole time and, like, sweating like crazy and just like, oh, I would change that. I would change that. I would change that. And I even asked Smitty later. I'm like, because Smitty's got a lot more experience than me. I was like, does this, does this always happen? He's like, man, it never goes away. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like. It's it's very humbling and it's like a good sign that we're growing and um, we're learning a lot. But we're also very, like Joseph said, I, I look back at it and I'm really proud of what we did. Um, not cringing as much anymore. <laughs> but it, the, the feedback has been really positive. There's been people from Minnesota who obviously know I don't talk like that or have grown up in the hood or anything at all like that. But they, they like people that I thought they would be like, man, you're not from the hood. Like they, they were like, Oh, this was like really good. Like I want to see more. Is there a sequel? Is there going to be more to it? So it's like, um, it's been overwhelmingly positive. So it's awesome. So Joseph, uh, on that note, you guys mentioned it a little bit before, but it it could get kind of touchy when you're dealing with that kind of subject matter. You know, you're, you're delving into the hood. Brandon's not from the hood, you know? So that kind of thing where it's, it's, uh, you could be, you know, stepping on some toes and rubbing certain people the wrong way or, or misrepresenting it to the point where uh, maybe you offend somebody. Um, but has the response been good for you? Yeah, it's been really good. I've uh, been getting a lot of respect from people we look up to, like um, Eric Jacobus. And mm. um, yeah, just, yeah, I was very, we were very worried about a year ago because like everything about political correctness was heightened to the next sure. level because yeah. of, you know, everyone staying in and social media and I don't know, we would be literally shooting like a fight scene. And then that same morning there would be news about uh, Asian hate or um, uh, something like that. So it, it was just like really daunting at first, but, you know, with along with a good story, um, characters who have a lot of heart and a strong message of, you know, unity, I felt like, you know, we had such a great responsibility to finish this project and show the world. And I'm I'm still trying to find ways to promote it, seek out communities, um, mm-hmm. you know, that highlight Black and Asian solidarity, um, showing them film, and yeah. Trying to get yeah. as many people to watch it. 
Yeah, without uh, giving away anything, um, the film does have a positive underlying message, uh, like you were saying, of unity. There is a, a coming together of cultures and of uh, of, of uh, thoughts and um, approaches. So uh, there is a, a good message there that um, that uh, you know. Hopefully, you will be able to get out there for a lot more people. Um, on that note, do we get to return to the Twisting Tiger universe? Someday, would you guys all be down for that? Brandon, tell me. I don't know, Joseph, are we? <laughs> I'm, I'm, so no. I'm super down. And we've all grown so much as artists, too. Mm. So it'd be awesome to take another swing at it and see where it goes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nick, the the writer of this film, um, we kind of came up with this story together. But in doing this and writing the script, we actually wrote like extended bios for each character and just, um, I don't know, as this was supposed to be like a 15 minute film and it, it became like a 30 minute film because we just kept adding and adding, getting more excited about the characters. <laughs> um, so I think next time when I become a better filmmaker, have more drama films under my belt so that I would be more comfortable to approach the feature film version of this. Um, I really want to see more of the snakehead characters background. Um, how did T learn Kung Fu uh, Virgil? Like what were his uh, upbringing, like um, his relationship with his parents. Uh, I would love to see that. Yeah. Sp uh, speaking of snakehead, Smitty, um, do you have uh, that backstory in your head and do you have, uh, do you have that, potential sequel uh direction for the character oh <laughs> haven't thought that far ahead but i mean <laughs> i'm always down i don't know you know what, what if what if snakehead and uh you know Terrell team up <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's, yeah that'll, that'll be sick yeah yeah i'm still mm -hmm. trying to reach out to like i'm still trying to know the game in like hollywood and how do you get funding and get grants and find producers who are willing to uh, take a chance on you to raise a lot of money for a feature. So it, it's still an ongoing process for me to network and stuff. Yeah. Terrell, what about you? Are you ready to go back to the Twisting Tiger universe one day and, uh, and see what happens? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep growing as uh, in my acting so I can deliver uh, just 10 times better, you know? So, yeah. Just, but feeding off these guys has been making it a lot easier. But, you know, I just want to make sure I'm on top of my game, you know? But yeah. I, I would love to. All right. Well, speaking about your game, then, uh, Terrell, tell me then, what do you have going on uh, upcoming for you and, and for your career? Um, it's a lot of getting back to my roots of, of training. Um, but in the meantime, trying to take some more acting lessons and, pick my friends' brains on how they do things as far as acting and different lessons and techniques uh, so that way I can also apply that to my physical movement as well. Um, as far as projects, there's some things in the works right now, I think, but it's nothing's concrete. So, um, but yeah, I just recently moved here to LA last month, so I'm still getting acquainted with the area and faces and stuff. So just showing my face more right now and networking a lot more. Are we going to get to see a lot more of your Kung Fu in the upcoming uh, projects without, without spoiling anything, of course. Up to Joseph. You know? 
yeah. Brandon, how about you? What, what's what's up next for you? Yeah, Joe, do I get to learn Kung Fu in the sequel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, uh, I'm kind of going through like a career shift of like transitioning from stunts to acting. I've been fortunate to work professionally in stunts, mm. but now I'm mm-hmm. really trying to take that momentum towards acting. So right now, just a lot of acting classes and auditioning um, and Recently went to like my first like film festival in person since uh, COVID's been lightening up a little bit more. So I want to do a lot more networking. It was really eye opening to see like uh, I think I I know a decent amount of people. My circle is a lot of the stunt community, who which is just awesome, and it's gotten me where I'm at today. But I also want to expand more to just like other filmmakers, and it was just eye opening to see how many talented filmmakers there are in the world. Um, so I just want to network as much as possible right now. Uh, yeah, I'm currently still in New York. Uh, just, I've actually been just doing a lot of theater lately and, um, yeah, just, you know, just continually going wherever, uh, the acting takes me. Uh, this, this film though did inspire me to like, I don't plan on being a stunt fighter, but I just want to get like a lot better at, you know, like if it ever calls for it, like, you know, just, just so I can get the basics down. Sure. And yeah, so I've, I've definitely been, uh, you know, trying to sign up for more martial arts classes. Uh, that's, that's an area where like, I just want to, yeah, you know, just, just improve on nice. a bit. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's awesome. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> Joseph doing all kinds of great things. Uh, what's up for you? Yeah, so recently just wrapped uh, action designing a short film called Kodama with Jay Kwan. Cool. It's kind of like a futuristic SWAT samurai uh, sci-fi action flick. Uh, it was crazy. It was, uh, it's an independent project which raised like 44K on Kickstarter last year. So it's really exciting going there, meeting other Asian American filmmakers and different circles and helping them out and kind of showing our process in the, in the action world. And, um, yeah, just helping out small projects like that. Um, I'm preparing for my next big short film. It's going to be like 20 minutes. It's uh, called quiet on set. It's a relationship drama. And one of the leads is Brandon Lee. So, uh, I didn't know if you were going to say that, so I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, so really excited to do that. Um, I just took some directing actors classes. Um, this next short is going to be zero action. I'm going to be really uncomfortable, but um, I think it's the, the great next step forward for me as a director. And cool. hopefully through these projects, uh, I can come back to something like Twisting Tiger feature where it's really combining the best of action and really great drama and uh, storytelling. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. It's always great to expand the horizons, but uh, speaking for action fans, um, please don't leave action altogether. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, tell uh, everybody where they can see the film now. Yes, the film is free to watch, free on YouTube. Uh, you can type in Twisting Tiger and you'll find it. 30 minutes. 
make sure you watch it on the biggest screen possible at your home. <laughs> Um, and hope you enjoy it. Absolutely. And you will enjoy it. Uh, action fans will enjoy it. And, uh, like I said, there is a positive message there, uh, for, uh, for groups and communities to, to come together. Um, and, uh, guys, the action is definitely on point. You guys do an amazing job. Um, and congratulations on the success of the film so far. I, I do hope that, uh, many more people do get to see it. So we're going to make sure that that link is in the show notes for everybody. But, uh, in the meantime, Smitty Chai, Terrell Bullock, Brandon Lee, Joseph Lay, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me and and talk to me about Twisting Tiger. Um, Well done to all of you. And uh, I hope to see much more of all of your work uh, in the days to come. So best of luck. You guys stay safe, all right? Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, you too. Thank you so much. I love fun. Thank you, guys, man. Take it easy. Have a great day. Have a good one. Poison Clan rocks the world. Shouting monks on the hands, running down the thousand stairs. The fate of Lee Khan now's in King Yu's hands. With the fearless idea of roaming over the lands. Yeah, the little bit soldier is older and wiser. He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight. Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law. Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guaranteed to graze jars. Fight for the cars, then pass here. The pass, not the end back kicks will defeat the outlaws. Very good, but boards don't hit back. Yeah, the death jewels here, David is coming back. The Tai Chi master, Jet Li's even faster. The child a little dream because he is the drunken master. Once upon a time in China, Rosamund Kwan is real fine, but see, man, he's your spine. Golden Swallow has arrived. Shang Chi movies will the hero will survive. We've got the brave archer make his way to the top of the mountain, gonna fight, may as well pick the spot. Yeah, the sky goes black, cause the vampire's back. We've got Lam Ching Ying to kill them all, to stand back. He plays the black magic on the soul of the sword, and our sword will travel until his body's on floors. Yeah, Wing Chun Shaolin and Manti style. Yeah, the Feed the enemy and watch him run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops Walk into the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war We smash the place up with a dragon claws We walk into the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. See, it's a game of death, yo, you're facing the big boss. It's once upon a time in China, counting the TikTok. The Shogun Assassin slashing blood of just drip drop. The head kick, neck drop, balance the bone stop. Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins. He's got Irma just in yellow, but she is in the dragon, but in the tea rooms. That's where it'll happen. She got the bodies on the floor when the blood will splatter against the wall. No fear at all, to kill them all. There's always blood spill when you head into a war. Fearless, unleashed. The fist of legend that the car jet I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumbling the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these It's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Walk into the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war We smash the place so with a dragon claws We walk into the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting